This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. It's hard to believe there's only five weeks to go until November's elections. And, you know, there are a lot of crucial battleground states, uh, specifically the one in Pennsylvania. And a new poll has come out saying that Dr. Oz, it's a USA Today Network Suffolk University poll. And it's saying that Dr. Oz is losing to John Fetterman by six points. And I want you guys to take a listen to John Fetterman. He was just on MSNBC. And in my opinion, this guy is not fit to run for office. Take a listen. And I suspect he ever will, because he understands how extreme is it, and he wants to lie and make sure people pretend that he doesn't have the exact same views as Doug Mastriano is. Did you you guys hear that? He can't even put together a coherent sentence. What do you think? What? How could anybody actually vote for this guy, for John Fetterman? He wants to release a third of all prisoners. He wants to get rid of life sentences for even murderers. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Are you there? Yes, we, we are here. No, I, we I, are I, here. I, I agree with you completely, Lydia. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I can't believe Oz is losing, losing uh, uh, that election. I think uh, I think uh, Mehmet Oz is going to win the Senate in in uh, Pennsylvania. Well, you've been supporting him all along, right, John? I, yeah, well, he saved two of my <laughs> friends' lives. Okay, he's a good doctor. He's a great doctor. Uh, I understand Sid is on too, Lydia. Sid, are you there? Hey, gentlemen, uh, you can't say Happy Yom Kippur because it's a solemn day today, but. Uh, at any rate, Happy New Year. You guys are doing a fantastic job. And nice to talk to you, all three of you, this morning. Good uh, good Wednesday morning. Good well, to hear from you, Sid. You know, uh, we, we named the show just for the day, The King and I. But, Sid, <laughs> but Sid no, one can take your, no one can take your place, Sid. So you're in a class by yourself. And I'm glad if you're going to throw the bread into the water today, I'm glad now you live near an ocean because you can throw a whole bakery shop into the ocean for your sins. You're right. That is uh, something we call Toshlik. And I love the King and I, by the way, John. I told you yesterday, Yo Brenner growing up was a favorite of mine. But you're right, Peter. We call that service Toshlik. And we do throw a piece of bread, which is significant. Uh, you know, stands for throwing away your sins into a body of water. So, yeah, I need an ocean, not a lake. And I need a whole bakery like Calandra's and not just one loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, what, what time you- are you going to synagogue? I'm going to go about uh, 9.30, and then I, I do a service every year, John and Peter King, uh, for my father. It is a memorial service, Kondidra, every every uh, young before afternoon for uh, relatives who died. So I do that every year, certainly the last two years since my dad passed away. And then I'll be there tonight when they blow the shofar and come home and eat finally and break the fast and and uh, move on to the next holiday because we go from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur to Sukkot. It's a very, it's a whole month of uh, Jewish holidays for us here. And so after tonight, we'll have two of the three gone until the next holiday comes along. But I tell you this, Peter, this one goes to you. With the Mets, now the wild card team in the National League, the Braves officially won the NL East last night. And the Mets looking at the real possibility of having to beat the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Braves just to get back to the World Series, which they lost in 2015 to Kansas City. I will be saying an extra prayer in shul today for the Mets because that is a very rigorous schedule. 
really is what I'd say. You know, it's been what a, a year for New York baseball. You have Yankees winning 99 game heavy, 100. You have uh, Aaron Judge hitting 62 homers. You have uh, uh, right now Pete Alonso leading the major leagues and runs batted in. Jeff McNeil leading the major leagues in batting. Diaz, the greatest reliever. I mean, this is this is New York baseball at its best. Thank God it's come back. As I said before, I'm so fed up with the NBA and the NFL to have solid teams like this in New York. I know a guy like Aaron Judge, who to me personifies class. He really does. No, he does. It's a great story. I mean, unfortunately, you play all these games, and, and John and, and Peter, you know this. The idea is to win a World Series. So right now it's a nice story. Judge has all the home runs. The Mets won 100 games. The Yankees could become the fourth team tonight to win 100 games. But it all goes away if they don't win in the playoffs. And now the Mets have put themselves, excuse me, in a very tough spot. Yep, they really have. Again, yeah. The Padres, the Dodgers, and the Braves. And the Yankees still play inside a, <laughs> uh, a league where they've got the Houston Astros. So if they don't advance in the playoffs and possibly get to the World Series and or win the World Series, all these beautiful memories that you just outlined, and you're right, Peter, they go away. So the real season starts Friday night in Queens for the Mets when they take on San Diego and Tuesday night in the Bronx for the Yankees when they start their next playoff series in the ALDS. Now, in terms of uh, uh, Oz, I agree with you, John. I do think that Oz is going to beat Fetterman. I do think Herschel Walker is going to find a way to win in the state of Georgia. And I do think that the Republicans are going to win both the House and the Senate before Donald Trump wins again in 2024. So the red wave is on its way. The House. I, I think you're Senate, right because I think, I think uh, uh, Sid and Lydia, I think the American people are angry. They're angry that uh, Washington doesn't know what the heck is going on. And how about Albany? Yeah, I mean, you could take it local and nationally. You're right, whether it's Kathy Hochul, uh, to a certain extent, uh, even more than that, Eric Adams, Joe Biden. I mean, what an embarrassing week for Joe Biden. And even more embarrassing for Kamala Harris, her comments, how you basically have to take care of the low-income African-American people if the hurricane, Ian, before you take care of white you gotta people. T- you got to take care of all people equally. All people equally. Well, America. I'm going to tell you guys another story that happened uh, just yesterday. So a guy was pushed onto the train tracks at Columbus Circle in the wow. middle of the day from behind. He was on his way to work. This is a finance guy, you know, hardworking guy on his way to work. And guess what? The guy who shoves him, he's had 43 arrests under his belt. And why, why, ro- why yes. are the politicians in Albany allowing this guy to be in the streets of New York? I, mean, I don't know. I he's, don't understand it. All those people that vote Democratic and vote for, for, for these people that don't support the citizens of New York, why are you voting for them? It, it I don't know. This, vic- this victim yeah. is only, the, the victim was only, tw- he's 25 years old. This could be, you know, this could be anybody. This could be God, you know, knock on wood, like John Jr. This could be me. This could be anybody, a young person, healthy, strong, pushed from behind onto the tracks. And thank God he even hit his head, cut his head open on the rails there, like on the tracks. But thank God people saved him. And he was able to get out of the tracks before a train came and killed him. And once again, this guy, over 40 arrests, emotionally disturbed, numerous, like numerous times in, you know, with uh, violent tendencies with police and with people. And he's still roaming the streets. So you guys tell me, how could anybody? uh, Yeah, I don't know, Lydia, but I tell you, an even worse story was the uh, and I can identify with this now because we just dropped off our daughter, Ava, in college. Danielle did a couple of weeks ago. But this poor guy went to visit his kid at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, upstate New York. He's standing in the Marriott Courtyard 
on a Sunday morning during family weekend, and he gets shot to death by a guy who was smoking PCP in the hotel room, a homeless guy who also had priors as well. The poor dad went to visit his kid for college weekend, and he gets shot to death inside the lobby of a hotel, and the guy, of course, had priors. So we see this every day. It's not going away. It's getting worse. John, Peter, and, uh, and Lydia, it's getting worse. And it's a good question, John, how anybody can vote for these Democrats right now just goes to show you they're either, A, not paying attention or very callous people who or, just don't care. There's the another choice. Then you need a common-sense Democrat. You want to vote Democratic, get a common-sense Democrat in leadership, where the leadership of the, of the Assembly or the, or, or, or the State Senate will, uh, wants, you know, law and order. I mean, I, there's no other way to save it. That father oh, that got shot twice, yeah, that that father, like Sid just mentioned, that got shot twice in the chest, the person who shot him, he was wanted for attempted murder. He, like you said, <laughs> Sid, I mean, this, these aren't petty crimes we're talking about that these people, these repeat offenders have committed, and yet they're still allowed to roam the streets. And now this wonderful father, and this was in Poughkeepsie, so it, these these issues are not just isolated to New York City, they're happening all across the country all across the state because of these last this is liberal the year. policies. If we don't, if New Yorkers, all Americans vote the right way for November 8th, we got to make a change. Enough is enough. Make that change because we want law and order in our streets. And, and as I joked around earlier, Peter, John, and Lydia said, when I go to school later on today, I'm going to pray for the Mets to get past the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Braves. Uh, while I was only half joking uh, on a serious note, if you are going to shul today, you really need to pray for this city, for this state, for this country. Pray that come November 8th, people make the right decision. Pray that come November 8th, we start putting an end to all this hypocrisy and all this corruption and all this crime and drama. Pray that come November 8th, we start looking like the United States did not that long ago. So on a serious note, that is the prayer today. Once you get past your family and your friends I'll pray for you, John. I'll pray for you, Peter. I'll pray for you, Lydia, because I love all three of you. Pray for this country, and that means a win come November 8th. To John's point, get out and vote. Don't bitch and complain if you do nothing about it. November get 8th, out go out and, and vote. vote. And That's what it comes down to. Vote for law and order. That's the only one issue, law and order. Law and order and the economy, and we, we, we just can't go on like this. I saw this video. I wanted to bring this up to you. So I saw this video from back in the 80s where kids were in line to go see the latest Star Wars movie, and everybody was just so happy. And I'm talking about hundreds of people in the streets. And I thought about that. Like, that couldn't even happen today because I think the kids would start fighting with each other. We're seeing all these videos on social media in Bayside, Queens, and, and Brooklyn, everywhere in Manhattan where kids, when they get together, they start beating up on each other, stomping on each other's heads. You guys tell me, like, have you, I know New York City was never, it's never been perfect. It's never been a hundred percent safe. And obviously it was much safer under Giuliani and then Bloomberg and even in the beginning of de Blasio. But even back in the battle days, I'll start off with you, Congressman King. Was it ever this bad in like every single part in every single neighborhood where you had to like look twice behind your back before you walked down the street? No, there was not the random violence. The violence as bad as it was was concentrated in certain areas. You never heard of anybody being attacked at 12 noon at 57th Street, Madison Avenue. And this whole idea of pushing people on the subway tracks, this is unique to now, and it's a terrible, terrible sign. 
It is, when, and and John, I know you're worried about the the drug epidemic that's happening. I think a lot it's of horrible. these people. We got to yeah. straighten out the drugs. We got to straighten out the borders. We're out of time. Thank you guys for calling in, Sid. Pray for all of us, please. I will. Thank you guys so much for uh, helping me out today. You sound fantastic. I love all three of you. I really do, John, Peter, and Lydia, and Chad. I know you're listening, and I'll talk to you folks again tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, so George is listening in here, spying on us. Oh, I love George. That is. Let me tell you something. He's the greatest FBI agent and the best Giant fan ever. George, I love you, too. <laughs> the greatest. Wow. He, he He's pretty good, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let's, let's go. We'll, we'll come back. We got uh, Rudy uh, after Phil's break. We're going to go to Phil, and he's going to have the clip of the day. And after that, George is here, George Venizelos, the former uh, assistant FBI director in charge. And Rudy Giuliani is going to be calling in and see what he, he's up to. And, and also and, we have Charles Palminteri coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go to break.